second. Yeah, 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 I'm coming. Hold on. Ron? What are you doing here? There's something I need to tell you. Are we alone? Quick, grab anything you can. We gotta go. Is there a back door? They're coming. They're coming. Oh god, they're here. Go. Damn this wicked planet. Welcome to the Wicked Planet Podcast, episode 15. We're coming at you once again from the haunted garage in an undisclosed location in New England. No one knows where we are or where we've been or what we're up to besides what we're talking about on this show. Tonight, you know him. Some say he's related to Santa Claus. Others say... He's homeless, and some believe that he's a deity from the far-off lands of Middle-earth. You know him as Ron from New England. Ron, what's going on? (laughs) Hello, everybody. (laughs) Ron from New England here. Thank you, Buckley, for that tremendous, tremendous introduction. As always, I never know what he's going to say, like ever, and sometimes I don't think he knows what he's going to say either. Never. But uh, but yeah, so welcome to episode 15. 15. Yeah, yeah we got some interesting stuff for you tonight. Uh, nothing too crazy, but anyways, I think it's something you'll enjoy. Uh, Buckley, what's new with you? Oh. Haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, we, we didn't, uh, we, we were back from summer break, basically. We had our summer vacation, and uh, I guess what's new with me? I sprained my ankle. Was oh, that yeah? Didn't we talk about that? Well, so I finally went to the doctors yesterday. Oh, because guys don't like to go to the doctors. And they were like, "Well, it's still pretty swollen. We should probably X-ray it." And I was like, "Really?" I like, "Yeah, it could be. It could be broken or fractured." It's like I don't think it is, and they X-rayed it, and guess what? It's a sprain. At least it's not broken, right? Uh, did the doctor tell you you were acting like a little bitch? <laughs> no, they were actually... Concerned? They, were they really concerned? Wanted no, actually, they're like, they're like, wow, there's still a lot of bruising, and it's really, really swollen. It probably shouldn't be this swollen this far out along in the injury. And I was kind of like, well, I kind of haven't really been, uh, you know, taking care of it. I've just been doing what I've been doing. Dancing at weddings, exercising, walking around, all that. Oh, that's right. I saw uh, you were at a big wedding. 
up yeah. north at a very swanky hotel. Yeah. One of the new ha- one of what's left of New Hampshire's grand hotels. That was a bougie place. Yeah, oh yeah, that place is real nice. I mean, I, it was the Mountain View, wasn't it? It was Mountain View. Yeah, uh, yeah Mountain View. I I uh you know, there there had to have been some money put in that wedding. We'll just say that. <laughs> but it was nice. It was a very nice wedding. Uh really nice weekend. Good food, good yeah, people. Yeah, the weather was really nice. And the band that played was really excellent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looked like yeah. it was a good time. Yeah, it, it looked like some money was definitely spent at that wedding. Hey, why not, right? You only get married two or three times in your life. You might as well. Was this their first one? Four or five if you're lucky. Yeah, it was their first time. They... Like, the, like the guy standing there with the new on there, uh, James Flacco, James Flacco. <laughs> first time? <laughs> I always thought it would be funny if somebody, you know how people do speeches at weddings? Or like the groom or the bride or whatever. I always thought it would be funny if instead of doing like a speech, you just wrote someone's obituary and then read it off, especially the the, the groom. <laughs> like yeah. he was born in this town where he grew up playing hockey, blah, 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 you know. And all that jazz. His family loved him. Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah but he's uh, married, so he's Ron, married now, so, so we won't see him anymore. <laughs> you, uh, He'll be on a fucking milk carton. You had a little uh, little trip. Yeah, yeah, I got off the grid finally. Off the grid? How far off the grid? Uh, pretty far off the grid. Well, I mean, not at night, but I mean, during the day, we did our uh, we did our memorial for our friend that passed away, and uh, we oh. ten, ten of us went and uh, did a nice four wheeling weekend, which is something we all used to do together, uh, her included. And uh, so it was a little somber the first day because we did the memorial on Thursday. Uh, we hung up a nice sign for her on the trail uh, on the location where she had actually rolled over her side by side a few years back. Uh, and then we all did a shot of Crown Royal for her and we left her a shot of Crown Royal. Oh, so, nice. yeah, so so that was really cool. And then uh, we did about a hundred mile ride the next day, which was great. And uh, I think all told over the weekend, we did a couple hundred miles. This is all through woods and stuff? Oh, yeah. Trails. Logging trails, four wheeler trails. Yeah. Out in the sticks. Yeah, so it was really good. It was nice to get out into nature. I kind of needed to get away for a few days. Yeah. I uh, was really looking forward to it. Uh, last year, we didn't do a lot of off-roading because of uh, because of everything was shut down. The trails were shut down. Obviously, we all know why, right? And then, uh, But now it's, uh, it's back to uh, full steam uh, up north, which is really good. It's nice to see people out. And it was a busy weekend. It was a lot of people up there riding. So, uh, so it was good. Yeah, so it was good. It was... Uh, you know, it's kind of a sad thing when we leave because, you know, I just enjoy it so much, you know, but after four days, you know, you got to come home eventually. Back to reality. Yeah, back to reality. But yeah, <laughs> so it was a, so it sounds like we both had a good weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And in, uh, in hot. It's hot. Oh, it's definitely been hot. Yeah. So we broke a record today for heat. heat. Did we? Yeah. And we Jesus. broke a, and we broke a record yesterday. So. I think we're hitting heat wave again. So this will be the second heat wave we've had this summer already, which was not the case last summer. Dude, it's been rough. The at work in the office, the AC is terrible. Oh yeah. I so bet. it's like the the office is staying at 85. Yeah, and that's a little hot to be working. Oh, plus the brutal. heat from the computers and everything like that. So brutal. Yeah. I'm just dripping sweat on my keyboard. And you probably like, work in a really old building, I'm thinking. Yeah, it's one of the uh one of the old school. Actually, both offices are like the the downtown for Man- Manchester and Concord. The downtown offices like the old brick. Like the old brick buildings. Yeah. Yeah, like the old mill building. Do you work in an old mill building? Not 
No, not in Manchester. In Concord, it's an old brick building, but I have to imagine the one in Manchester is old as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's just been brutally hot. It's been in the 90s. I saw the thermometer in my car today. I went to the store and it said 100 degrees and it had to be, and that's outside temperature, right? And it had to be hotter than that inside my car. So you got to drive for a little bit with the windows down to get some fresh air before the AC kicks on, right? But yeah, no, it's been really hot. I had to install three ACs on Sunday. At your house? Yeah. Yeah. That was rough. Yeah, you got to have AC. That was rough. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, uh, I have AC upstairs at my house. I don't have AC downstairs. Uh, I wanted to put it in the other day. My wife said, it's an eyesore and it takes up too much room. So <laughs> I think I think uh, if this weather is going to persist, like like it's supposed to cool off. Tomorrow it's going to be hot. And then Thursday and Friday is supposed to cool off back to the Hopefully. 70s and 80s, right? God. Yeah, just uh, just for a good night. You know, because, you know. I'm not a big lover of AC. I'm just not. I like fresh air. And AC, yeah. you always wake up stuffed up. Uh, you got to clear your throat. It just, it just sucks. It's nice. AC it's for cool. me, AC is great on like the these days when it's just like deathly hot and you can't breathe and you're like kind of just like, oh, all you do is sit inside and sweat or go outside and sweat. You AC's don't have great. to do anything to sweat. When it gets hot in New England, you don't have oh, to do yeah. anything. You just to sweat. sit on your couch and sweat. And sweat, yeah, yeah. So it's been really, uh, it's been really hot, and it kind of reminds me of the old days when I was a kid. It used to get this hot this early. You know, typically this is not weather that we get until July or August. Yeah, that's true. Right. So yeah. I mean, it's usually you know hit a hit a hit eighty or something like that, but not nineties like for multiple days. I want to say when I went to bed last night at about 1130, I sat out. On, I like to sit out on my deck at night and, uh, and look just for read Sasquatch. And, yeah, no, I just like to hang out outside. I don't do like, some Squatch calls out into the woods. Yeah. I listen, uh, listen for them footprints out there. Listen to them walking around in the woods. <laughs> no, I sit out on the deck with my dog. He hangs out with me and my other dog. Uh, she's a mama's girl. So she goes to bed with mama and, uh, and she don't like the heat. So she likes the AC, but my dog Opie, he'll hang out with me. He doesn't care what the weather is it could be like 10 below and he'd be hanging out with me so we just sit out on the deck and i don't you know, have a drink and you know cruise instagram or read a book or something anyways when i went to bed i want to say it was 85 degrees still woof at 11 o'clock last night Woof. and, and right now it's hotter here in new england than it is in florida really <laughs> yeah yeah i saw that it's global today. warming yeah it's global warming the world the earth is heating up we're all gonna die hey, i remember when i was a kid it used to get hot like this like all the time so i, I mean it's, it's almost july well it is july is it what, yeah we got one more day right well so hey you know uh i didn't not realize technically i didn't realize july 4th was this weekend are you doing anything uh probably not what yeah probably not i'll probably just hang out yeah yeah, you know, I've been on the go every weekend for months, and You're, I'm just really, I would be okay with just hanging out at home. Yeah, Ron, you have to celebrate America. Well, I will. You have to, like, blow shit up, like, I don't yeah. know, throw some fireworks into a well, bonfire. Well, we, we had our family get together for, my, a house on fire. for my niece uh, last weekend, and we had a pretty good fireworks show. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we do that every year. Fireworks are awesome. <laughs> Big show, what did your fireworks this year? Did you hear about that? <sighs> Friggin' Biden. Yeah, it's a big, big, uh, big shortage of fireworks. We could only do uh, like two thirds of the show that we normally do. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it was still an awesome show, but 
you know, I think, you know, the town, they, they all know, people in town know that we, we have our fireworks display on that. And, and I want to say there was a couple of cars parked down on, the, down on the main road here looking up the hill watching the fireworks that night. I'm just going to say I've had more than one hairy situation that involved fireworks. And? And it could have been really bad. Fireworks are extremely <laughs> dangerous. You they know are. And when you mix fireworks and alcohol. Oh, bad combination. Yeah, bad combination. Yeah. That's so you see the people that uh, when they point, they only have uh, half of a finger. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you know, when I was a kid, my father was a fireworks dealer back when it was illegal. Uh, so oh, having, yeah, like so, underground shit. Yeah. So, so like having fireworks around was no big deal. I remember when I was like in elementary school, my father would give me like bricks of fireworks here, go have fun with your friends. Like no warning, no nothing. Just, you know, don't blow yourself. You'd always say, don't blow yourself up. And then he would give us like the old fashioned M eighties, like the real M eighties that were like really like, like, well, everybody's heard of cherry bombs, right? Would you guys like play war with each other no no we would just go out we lived across from a sand pit and me and my friends we'd go down in the sand pit we just let off fireworks and and all of our parents were like okay kids just be careful don't eat those yeah don't 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 be blowing up any frogs don't light up on fire and sit on them yeah so anyway so i didn't realize you know i just can't wrap my head around how fast summer's going by already i mean yeah. i know technically it only just became technically summer on the 20th or 21st right but but I mean, so we had Memorial Day. So I break up my summer into three things. You got Memorial Day, 4th of July, then Labor Day, right? And we're already coming up on July 4th already. And after freezing my ass off for seven months, I am not ready for summer to go by so fast. <laughs> I, lo it, I love summer. Oh, I, I do too. I, 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 I kind of wish it was longer than it was. But uh, for summer, for me, it's like, I'm just so busy because I'm always I'm always doing stuff outside. I'm always doing stuff on the weekends, and also my drinking goes way up in the summer. In yeah. the summer, it's yeah. just like winter. I teeter off, maybe a couple drinks here, go out there, whatever. But during the summer, it's like drinks all around, good times all the time. Well, yeah, because uh, you like me, you like to sit out and barbecue a lot. You like to cook on the grill, have a few drinks, hang out with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what's great about summer. I like I like all sorts of shit. Swimming, barbecuing, drinking, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All that summer stuff. Summer stuff. Yeah. So anyway, summer so let's not wish stuff. our summer away. Anyways, happy birthday, America. This coming up Sunday. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, July fourth. No, shit. Yeah. No. July fourth. Oh, 4th. say can you see? Okay, okay Roseanne Barr. Should let's I go not, on or let's, no? no. Let's, <laughs> not, let's not mess up the anthem. I had a good uh, tone, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, you got great tone. Uh, maybe maybe the 4th of July episode. We can start it off with me doing... We won't be doing an episode between now and 4th of July. Shit. So this is it. So happy birthday, America. Happy birthday. All right, so what do we got? We're going to talk a little bit about current events, and there's two big, huge current events that we're going to talk about. Oh, I, I'll, I'll bring up my stuff first. Oh, okay, go for it. So for all you foreigners that listen, because apparently we, foreigners listen to our show. Oh, yeah. Who would have thunk? I don't know. I mean, I know there's Pedro, and we love Pedro. Yeah, shout, shout out. out to Pedro. Shout out to Pedro, and shout out to my buddy Andrew from New Zealand, and I know you're listening. Andrew, what's up? He's always sending me cool DMs. Is he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Andrew, so. do you play rugby? Answer Ron. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Andrew. And if you do play rugby, what position? But anyway, 
So I'll tell you what Andrew does. He's oh. like a rescue scuba diver. A rescue scuba diver? Yeah. Like, well, he's a scuba diver from what I, you know, what we've talked about. And uh, and we were talking a few months back where there was a kayaker that went missing. And uh, and him and he was one of the guys that was out scuba diving trying to recover him. Uh, as far as I know, they never found him. And I said, well, what do you think happened? Of course, you know, New Zealand, Australia, what are they known for? Just like what we're known for on the Cape, Cape Cod. White sharks. White sharks. Yeah. Yeah, not necessarily whites. I mean, we get a lot of a lot of whites, no. but we and get a lot rare. of makos. They're rare, but they're, they're there. They're not rare here. Well, no, they're not. They're not rare at uh, into the area. I mean, they're rare that they like come in human contact. That they're sighted like on the beach, swimming around people. That's what I mean. Rare. Well, that's not rare, rare to the area. Although we did have a great white attack last summer, didn't we? Up in Maine. Uh, was it last summer? I'm pretty sure last summer or summer before. I know there was one. I I I feel like there was one. Uh, on the Cape as well. Maybe oh, it was yeah. just well, the, a sighting. The Cape is bad. So this last weekend yeah. they shut down the national seashore. Because of that the That was sharks? a tongue twister, but I got it out. Yeah, because of sharks. National seashore. Yeah. The national seashore in Cape Cod. Oh. Uh, yeah. So I, I have these two apps that I use. One's called Sharktivity and the other one is called Ocean Tracker. And they're really cool because they, I'm kind of interested in that stuff. So what they do is they get sharks and they tag them and then they name them. And then they release them. Jaws 1, Jaws yeah, 2, yeah. And Jaws then, 3. And then uh, and they follow their track. And it's really amazing how much ground these sharks cover. It's really, like, insane. And, of course, what happens is whenever we have an abundance of the, of the harbor seals or the seals, they come into the Cape. And then when there's a lot of seals, of course, that brings the white sharks in. Yes. Because a seal to a white shark is like a hot dog to run from New England. Right. And that's often why... Uh, sharks, great white sharks, even attack people in the first place because well, lots of times there's they're, right? se- they're seals around or they're attacking surfers like in surf suit uh, or sorry, in wetsuits or if they're paddling on their board because, you know, obviously great white sharks, they they shoot up and attack from below the surface and they break the surface and bite onto the seal and fly up into the air, and you know all that. So they, they mistake people. They basically drown it. Yeah. They mistake people for basically seals. But that's pretty general knowledge. Yeah. So anyway, shout out to Andrew. Oh, uh, yeah. what I was gonna say, Euro Cups are going on right now. It's kind of we're in the round of sixteen. And uh, for where anyone, are they playing? Are they how does that work? Are they play all over the world, or are they playing in one place? The Euro Cups. I'm not exactly sure. You know, like how World Cup is played in one place. Well, because I think it's it's specific to just European teams. All right, so you're not talking about it's not the World Cup, like Central Central America and uh, no, no, it's the uh, Euro South Cup. America. Which, so it's all European. Which, teams. when we watch soccer here, that's mostly what we see. Well, yeah, I mean, so I mean, Mexico. No, if you, you know, go to a Mexican restaurant, you're gonna watch right soccer. That's all uh, For, there, Spanish soccer. There are tons of leagues of soccer levels and professional levels but next to the world cup the year the euro cups are like the euro cup is like the the second biggest tournament almost just as big as as the world cup but um it's a little crazy we're in the round of 16 and germany portugal and one other team i'm trying to remember oh france have all been eliminated and those are like 
Wasn't Por- Portugal like a top-seeded team? Well, Portugal, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, he's on their their team. Um, Germany has is always like they're all, they've won multiple World Cups. They're top-tier team, and so is France. They have a lot of good players. They have you know Mbappe. I don't know if you know him, but like really good, really good. These three teams that have been eliminated, all really good, and they're just out. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. So it's going to be an interesting outcome, right? Right. Hey, so the New England Patriots owner, Bob Kraft, now he owns uh, a portion of one of the famous England teams, doesn't he? Is it Manchester United? He might. Um, We're going to have to Google that. Or is he? are you sure? Maybe he, know, he owns a part of New England's team. Well, he owns New England's team. The, the New England Revs? The Revolution. Oh, he does? Oh, I didn't know oh, yeah. that. Yeah, so he might. let's uh, so let's check this out because I was almost it was either the owners of Fe, uh, the Red Sox or the owners of the Patriots. Okay. Uh, but one you while you look that up, I'll talk. I'll just I just want to give a a congratulations because I feel like this is an order. You know, after Trump announced he was going to the border, Kamala. Kamala Harris announced she was going to the border. And I just really, really, really want to say thank you so much for being uh, a servant for your country and doing great things. You're amazing, Kamala. What's her name? Camelil? Cameltoe Harris? Camel? Camelala? How do you say her name? Cameltoe Harris? Cameltoe Harris. Kamala. Cameltoe Harris. Kamala. Camilla Harris. I want to personally thank you for finally going to see those children that you wrote a book, a children's book, and then sold that book to somebody, a company, and they are distributing that children's book that they bought from you to those children. It really brings a tear to my eye and warmth to my heart. So... I just want to give you one of these. Yeah, okay. The only reason Camel Toe Harris went to the border is she didn't go to the border. <laughs> I think, no, she. I think she just went to the airport. Ah. Like, and the only reason she did it is because Trump said he was going to go to the border. He was going to go down with the Texas Governor Abbott, and they were going to go to the border together and see what the F was going on down there. Now, all of a sudden, Kamala Harris is not comparing with uh, going to the border with going to Europe because she hasn't been to Europe. Mm. <laughs> Who has? Fucking cackling crow. Well, that's all I got. What do you got? Or do you want to? You just want to dive right into it to the what we're gonna talk about? Yeah, enough about camel toe. She just fucking irritates me. You just look at her, it just irritates me. She's probably a clone. Oh, she probably is. So isn't Biden or a robot? Biden. Hold on, I got them two trillion dollars. <laughs> Dude, he's I, such a weirdo. I wrote the bill. Dude, why are you fucking whispering? <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you see where they want to uh, force him to take some cognitive tests? They should for- They should just put him in an elderly home. Uh, I think what they should do <laughs> is put him in a fucking guillotine and then get a good look on what's going on inside of his Maybe. Head. Yeah. Anyways, enough of those idiots. Or they should put him on a rocket and shoot him but into thank the you, sun. Thank you, Kamala Harris, for finally going to the border and checking out the uh, 
the restaurants at the El Paso airport. Amazing, yeah. amazing service you've done for our country. Yeah, yeah, you've done uh, so many. Uh, Thank you. So many great things uh, that I I can't even remember any of them right now. Okay, so the big current event, <gasps> and it wasn't actually this week, but it's since the last show. Yes. But John McAfee, the founder of McAfee Antivirus, he's dead. Allegedly, is dead. Yeah. How he's dead, we don't really know. I mean, well, what they're telling us. Well, well, no, they are. They're saying he hung himself. Bye. Via Epstein, the same way Epstein hung himself. <laughs> and what's weird about that is, remember, he's, he, he did a post. He said, if, if for whatever reason I am, I am hung or committed suicide by hanging, know that I had nothing to do with it. Of course, I'm paraphrasing. Right. But but I think he knew something was going on. So we're going to dive into John McAfee just a little bit. Uh, we're going to go over some of his background, you know, some of the stuff that we know is true. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to touch on a few conspiracies. And then when we get done with that, we're going to go into the conspiracy that's tied into the other major current event, which happened this weekend, was the collapse of the uh, building in Miami, uh, which sadly is... Yeah, the condo building. Sadly, a little under 200 people that were living in there. Uh, Last I knew, there was still over 150 people missing. Four dead or something. Very very sad. Huh? There was like four confirmed dead. Yeah, four or five. I think that number's gone up since then. A hundred missing or something. But anyways, but there's a connection there. Uh, Oh, yeah. It's a conspiracy connection. And what did we talk about on the Wiki Planet? Uh, C. Mental health. N. Spiracies. Damn it. Sometimes. This was a spiritual podcast. Okay, so John McAfee, anybody that has a computer, (laughs) uh, you either have Norton antivirus or you have McAfee antivirus, right? Uh, I just happened to uh, pay my McAfee annual uh, fee last week. Was it in crypto? Uh, No, they take it out of your bank account. Ah. Uh, But anyway, so so John McAfee... uh, you know, hadn't really kind of been off my radar for a while. The, the last I heard of him, uh, he was wanted on suspicion of uh, murder, right? When he was living in Belize. He flew, but we're he not, but we're not, what's that? Didn't he flew the, flee? Yeah, we're not going to get into that yet. We're definitely going to cover that in a little bit. But uh, he was arrested on October 3rd in 2020 in the Barcelona El Prat airport as he was attempting to flee to catch Wait. a flight to Turkey. Uh, so John McAfee has been bouncing from place to place to place trying to get asylum, uh, kind of like how uh, Assange did it. I think Assange was much more successful than McAfee was. Uh, well, he has asylum. Yeah, no, but he's in our custody now. No, wait, who's the other one I'm thinking of? You mean Snowden. Snowden, sorry. Yeah, Edward Snowden. He's not. Yeah, he has asylum As- in Russia. Assange is in our custody now? Oh, yeah. I did not know that. How did uh, either I... us or the British. One of How the hell did I miss that? Uh, don't know. Wow. All right. So anyways, uh, yeah. So interesting thing. Uh, John McAfee is allegedly dead. Uh, however, I don't know about anybody out there. If you have something, please share it with us. But there's no pictures. There's no body. Did he really die? No cameras either. Could he have faked this? No videotapes. Because you know why uh, they're saying that he he discovered or it was announced that uh, Spain had agreed to the terms with the United States to extradite him back to the United States yeah. because he was wanted on tax evasion charges. The U.S. government says he owed them $100 million in back taxes 
So he's claiming poverty, like he has no money, right? So how much money do you think he actually made if they're saying that he owed them $100 million in taxes? Probably. Now, and this is all based on cryptocurrency and uh, different currencies and mostly in Bitcoin also. So usually on stuff like that, you owe a percentage of what you actually took. Like for people that get caught embezzling money, it's they owe a percentage of what they actually took or something like that. Now, I'm not sure what the deal is on cryptocurrency, but... Uh, oh, yeah, he had a... But I think the tax rate for cryptocurrency is like astronomical compared to like a normal, say, 30% tax rate or 25 or even 40 in some cases. Right? Well, he he was known for cryptocurrency fraud. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, no, there was some deal going on with that. Like right? he, he, they, people were trying to get him for that. Like he basically, like, he did some type of pump and dump. Yeah, he like set up cryptocurrency and then took a bunch of money from people that invested in it. Basically. All right. Well, let's uh, let's give a little background on Mr. McAfee. Uh, born in 1945 uh, on a U.S. Army base in England. His uh, mom was British. His dad was in, uh, American, and. Uh, so came back to the United States. Uh, apparently his dad was a, an abusive drunk. And uh, as the story fun. goes, his dad killed himself, shot himself when uh, John McAfee was about 15 years old. More fun. Yeah. That yeah, doesn't so. lead to any trauma. But, you know, he was a really smart guy. He's a really smart guy. Like he worked for NASA. He worked on the early. Uh, he worked on the Apollo program. He worked for other companies. Uh, he worked for Xerox. He worked for Lockheed. So Lockheed Aerospace. So uh, so pretty interesting. Uh, I guess in, in, the, in the 80s, when he worked at Lockheed, uh, he was given a copy of the first known uh, computer virus there ever was, and it was called Brain. Was it directly from Bill Gates? I don't think this. I think this is before Bill Gates. Bill Gates <gasps> wasn't around then. Oh, wait, well, maybe was, but he hadn't <laughs> lied, cheated, and stealed his way, st stole his way into Microsoft yet. But they gave they gave uh, they gave McAfee a copy of this virus, which was the the first known virus for IBS, uh, IBM computers, and uh, and they said write a program to combat this virus, and that's where uh, McAfee uh, Associates was born. But you know, funny enough, like he wasn't involved with that too long. Yeah, yeah. he got out of. Yeah, he got stuff. out of it real quick. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I was trying to find out how much he sold the company for. Uh, and I couldn't find that information out there except for he was doing one of his last interviews, which we're going to talk about. Uh, and he said on the interview that he got $7.8 billion when he sold McAfee to Intel. You know, Intel, the chip maker. Mm. Now, how can you how can you blow through that much freaking money? $7 billion? Yeah, well, almost $8 billion, He right? didn't blow through yeah, it. Yeah, no. He had to have money stashed somewhere. He had... I'm just going to say, he had. He knew something. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? The comp, uh, McAfee Antivirus uh, sold in 1987. So, I mean... Uh, well, actually, no. He started in 1987. And I want to say in 1992, he stepped down as, the, as a CEO. And then he actually sold it in 1993. 
uh, and he gave up uh, gave up all the interest in the company. He didn't want anything to do with it. He said it was the worst software he'd ever seen in his life, and he encouraged people <laughs> not to use it. I mean, this guy was a loose cannon. Promising. Now this guy this guy was a major loose cannon. I can remember stories about. Uh, John McAfee's going off about this. He's going off about that. He's having this rant. He's having that rant. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe you know some really intelligent people. They have uh, what do they say? Fine line between genius and madness. So I'm thinking he was right on that fine line. Uh, but anyway, so so but he sold the company for seven eight seven point eight billion dollars uh, to Intel, and uh, and they're saying that just recently. Like, like, uh, like his max, his max worth was only about a hundred million dollars, which I don't, I don't understand that math. Is that Democrat math? I think if that's inaccurate, because if you, if you sell a company for $7 billion, like, come on, how are you going to spend, how are you going to spend that to the point in which you only have a hundred million left? You would have to put that shit in the back seat of your car, roll all the windows down and drive down the road. And it would fall out of the car and you still wouldn't be broke. You'd have to like burn it yeah, in order to get rid of it that fast. Yeah, they're saying that he lost so much money during the uh, economic crisis, the, the housing crisis back in 08, uh, that he was down to about $4 million. I, I don't see that either. I don't see that either because everybody Maybe. knows he was big. You know, he got into Bitcoin mining. That was one of the things that he got into real heavily. Right. Unless yeah. the only thing, unless you're just investing, investing, investing. and Well, I'm sure he did a... I'm sure he did a. Well, yeah, if seven. You have seven billion dollars. You're gonna invest, but I mean, you'd have to be making a lot of poor investments in order to burn through seven point eight billion to four million or a hundred million, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was always vocal, always vocal about uh, about uh, cryptocurrencies and cybersecurity and all this other kind of stuff, and that's why he was always vocal about saying that people shouldn't even use McAfee, which made me feel real good because I just paid my $109 yearly subscription fee to it. But uh, but I get the extra. I don't get the free version, obviously. But uh, but anyways, uh, so so we ended up going uh, going to work on uh, like cybersecurity issues and things like that, uh, you know, when he got done with McAfee. So... Uh, so I guess there's, there's a there's a this story out there that that he uh, developed that he actually found a flaw in the Android operating system for Android phones and tablets and stuff, uh, and that uh, allowed him to see uh, encrypted messages that was on WhatsApp, you know, like one of those apps which was everybody like a lot of criminals were using WhatsApp right for mm. like texting, uh, communications and things like that because it was encrypted right. So, uh, so he exploited uh, some flaw in that operating system, uh, so he could uh, see see all those messages, you know. Which who knows? Uh, the government might have might have liked to had a piece of that, right? Definitely. Yeah, but but <laughs> or but China. I, but I think what's happening is he got into this huge pissing contest with the government. Uh, he was he was kind of he loved this country, but he was pretty pretty against the government and government corruption. Which I mean, I think a lot of us are there, right? Like tired of government corruption. Uh, but this just guy tired of the government in general. Yeah, yeah, just overstepping their boundaries, right? So, so, uh, so, anyways, uh, so the theory is is that he had a pissing contest going with the government. The government wanted to make an example of him and to shut him up, right? And that's what all the conspiracies that kind of you know all the conspiracy theories that have come out in the last week. It's not even been a week. I mean, he died Wednesday. Uh, Did he have something with the Clintons as well? Oh boy, I don't know. That would explain why he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that was one of the, 
things. He had some tie to the Clintons or some beef with the Clintons. And well, then, yeah, that could be, that could be, but you know, it was in- interesting. He died on June 23rd. Uh, and on June 23rd, there was this, uh, Instagram post that came out on his Instagram with a big Q in it. And he oh, said, yeah. hidden inside this is a crypt- encrypted message, which nobody's been able to figure out. And everybody's saying that's just a normal Facebook encrypted message that they put in all the photos. So like if you share a photo on Facebook or whatever, uh, you know, they can track that photo to see where that came from, which is something I was not aware of. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, not to get off topic. You know how uh, now on your iPhone, they have this thing, uh, don't allow cross app, cross app tracking, right? So I, I'm trying to be, uh, you know, very good about turning those off, right? So they can't, you know how it is, you Google something on your computer uh, for Home Depot and then it shows up in your Facebook feed or whatever. But, the algorithm. Yeah, so check this out. This is totally bizarre. And I and I discovered this today. Uh, had a call from an investment company yesterday that wants me to do uh, an art project for them down in South Boston. Nice. And yeah, it's going to be interesting. I haven't I haven't committed to doing the project yet. Uh, it's going to be a pretty extensive project. But I did a project for a big construction company out of Boston a couple years ago. Uh, for the Marriott hotels uh, and for the actual, the Moxie hotels, if anybody are familiar with those, they're like little boutique uh, hotels, uh, very swanky, kind of in tune to the millennial and Gen Zers and stuff. Uh, And I built a custom photo booth for them out of a, out of a van. uh, And it's in the lobby of the Moxie in Boston. So if you're in Boston and you go to the Moxie hotel on Tremont street, go in the lobby and that custom van that's inside of there, Ron from new England built that. Uh, but anyways, uh, I'm talking to these guys about this project, right? And he's telling me, uh, they're going to be buying some trolley cars and they want them converted into little venues, basically, you know, without getting too deep into it. And I said, okay, so where are these trolley cars now? And he told me where they were and they're in Maine. And, and I repeated it like, as I was writing it down to make sure I had the name of the place correct. Never heard of this place before, never been to this place, didn't look it up on my phone, nothing. I just repeated what he said as he was saying it to me as I was writing it down in my notes. Today, that was yesterday. Today, I'm going through my Instagram, checking out my stuff, and I see a sponsored ad Ah. for this place. And that freaked me out because I did not type it on my phone. I didn't search it on my phone. I didn't anything on my phone other than say the name while talking on my phone. Yeah, I mean. All that the, is just way too coincidental for me. It's all, I don't know. I feel like it has to be all connected in some way. The big tech, the the advertising, Do you algorithms. think they have like a voice recognition thing where they listen to you? On your phone? Well, we know that they listen. Like Alexa, yeah. Alexa listens, Siri listens. Uh, who's the other bitch? Google Home. So here's the thing, and I I have a good example of this. So I have a guinea pig, which I've talked about before, and it was during uh, the beginning of the lockdown, and we, me and my my girlfriend, we were talking about. We were just talking, nothing on the computer, nothing on the phone. We were talking about, oh, like. What if this lockdown gets really bad? What if we run out of food? Like, what are we going to do? What are we going to eat? And I was like, well, 
we could always just eat the guinea pig. Like, you know, fry him up or do something like that. That wouldn't be much of a meal. Just like a joke, whatever. What's his name? Marvin. Marvin We're not going right. to eat the guinea pig. The guinea pig's safe. Don't worry, animal activists, PETA. Marvin's going to be fine. But, so we were do- joking around talking about this. And then a few minutes later, I go on my phone and it's the first, and I go on Google and the first article, because you know how it gives you current news pages or news articles. The first article on Google when I opened it up was people in New Guinea eating guinea pigs. Really? Yes. I swear to, I swear to God. So they're listening and they're converting it to text somewheres and they're sending you targeted information. Yeah. It has to be because there's no other way that would happen. Because there's no way because I did not look up this place where these trolleys are. I didn't look it up either. Yeah. We had just been talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope that um, per conversations with my wife, I don't start getting weird uh, sponsored ads from Fredericks of Hollywood. (laughs) But Snowden, he's the one that broke a lot of the stuff about how the government is using tech and using your phone and using your computers to basically spy on you and log information about you and data and all that. Like, yeah, and he's in, in exile from his own country. Right. Because I don't think there's anything that Snowden did that was treasonous. He just exposed, he exposed the government right. for what they are, a bunch of liars and cheaters and stealers and, right. and spies. And he should be a hero. He should be rewarded or You know, I can't or, believe, or seen I as like can't a, believe, I can't believe Trump didn't get him back here. Trump's prob. I mean, I know you're a Trump supporter. I'm, yeah, but it doesn't mean I don't think he's uh, shady. Look, I I wanted Trump over Biden, but like, and I've said this before, I don't really think it fucking matters. Like, I didn't love Trump. I didn't love Biden. I just would have rather seen Trump over Biden. But that being said, like he ha- he's probably just as much as a part of the deep state. The globalists, all that stuff as anybody else that runs. Like, I'm sorry. He yeah, probably yeah, is. It, it kind of makes you wonder if it's all, well, we all know it's all theater. Yeah. Right. It's all theater. Smoke they, and they're screens. doing what they wanted. We're doing what they wanted us to do. They want us to be divided. Yeah. They want us to be fighting with each other. They want us to be at odds with each other. I mean, come on. We're not going to Me get versus into it. you. Yeah. You versus them. Yeah, us versus That's them. That's what it yeah, all the is. The old Pink Floyd song. Uh, yeah, no. So, so yeah, like I said, I don't think Trump walked on water. Uh, it just would be nice. Like, why is nothing happening with this audit in Arizona? Right? Now these now George is going to do something. This one's going to do something. Have you heard anything about the New Hampshire audit? No, no. Nothing. Fucking crickets. We had nothing. So, to me, I think it's just, I think it's uh, a political version of the pump and dump. Get us <laughs> excited and give us nothing. So... The only uh, recommendation I have is uh, be concerned about your family and your friends. Take care of one another. Do the best you can to get by. And you know what? Put the rest of this bullshit on the back burner. Stop engaging in the system. Hey, so anyways, uh, anyway, I just wanted to share that little funky story with everybody. Uh, And be careful. Like if you're on your phone talking about something, you know, you might get targeted ads. Like somebody is listening. Right. If you're talking about killing somebody. In like planning a murder. Do it in sign language. Just don't ha- turn your phone off or put your phone like in the next room, you know? Or shut it down. But I, th- but I think even <laughs> when it's shut down. What? I think even when your phone's shut down, it can listen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sh- I bet it can. Yeah. Hey, you know what the biggest problem I had with my phone? My phone is the biggest piece of shit. It's an Apple iPhone 10, right? I'm four wheeling. 
And my wife's riding with me and she goes, oh my God, your phone's calling 911. <laughs> yeah, so so I had it in this case in my side-by-side so I could see through it. Yeah. And it must have been the bumps or whatever. I don't know what happened, but this thing called 911 like five times. And I shut it down, like shut it down, like slide to shut down, put it back in the case, five miles down the trail, fucking thing turns on, starts dialing 911 again. What? Turned on by itself when it was powered down. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. That's so I think that's I, sketchy. I, yeah, I think a trip to the Apple store is an order. <laughs> Maybe you should take it out back and, you know, and we, shoot it. I know we all use tech. We all use cell phones. We use computers. We use, uh, you know, iPads, tablets, whatever. Okay, just know going into it, it's listening and it's watching. So just be careful. Uh, so anyway, so back to uh, back to John McAfee. Now, we all know he was a little oh, bit. Right. Of, huh? I said, oh, right. That guy. Yeah. We all know that he was a little bit of a loose cannon, right? Very vocal, very outspoken. Doesn't care what he says to anybody about anything, right? So let's look at So So we know he's a heavy drinker, right? Like big time heavy drinker. I saw I saw a video today because I was just doing a little research online, and, and now keep in mind he's broke, right? So he has no money, allegedly. Driving a Rolls Royce convertible, and I don't mean an old one. I mean like latest model. He's got some friend with him, drives him to the liquor store. They're in the liquor store buying bottle and bottle and bottle of liquor, like like all kinds of liquor. The guy in the, he went up to the guy in the liquor store. He goes, "Hey, what is that gin there? I want to try that." Oh, here, open it up. And he took a swig of the gin right inside the liquor store. He goes, yeah, oh, no, that's good. I'll take that. So I mean, he has to be open it He now. takes them back to his house, wherever he was living, and he's bringing out all these automatic weapons that he had. I mean, I mean. That's sick. Well, it's not really. It's kind of like how the true American should live, right? But, <laughs> but I mean, but he's unhinged. If right? you're rich. Well, that's what I'm saying. Obviously, guys like you and me, we can't afford to drive a not yet, Ron. convertible. Not yet. Well, I have a Jaguar convertible. That's there's, pretty close. Ron, there's still time. Oh, there's plenty of time. Uh, so we got to get it set up for Venmo so uh, our listeners can send us <laughs> tips, right? So $2 after $2 after $2, maybe in 40 or 50 years, we might get enough to buy a Honda. Yeah, we'll throw pool parties. We can buy yeah. whatever guns. We'll have yeah, we'll bottles have, on we'll deck. We'll have boating parties. Anyways, yeah. uh Invite also, the Sasquatch. Uh, so he was into heavy-duty firearms, big time, like automatic firearms. Uh, and he was uh, liked to talk about taking psychedelics a lot. Like, really liked talking psychedelics and was very vocal against the fiat system, the fiat monetary system. And that's why he got into cryptocurrency so much. Psychedelics right. are fun until they're not fun. Yeah, I don't have that much experience with them, so I really couldn't you, tell you. You can go, you can go, you can, you can kind of freak out. And it's not fun. Yeah. Well, your mother listens to the show, so you probably shouldn't say anything. Nah. And then she'll be uh, on my DM psychoanalyzing me. <laughs> uh, okay. So just some other weird facts about uh, John McAfee, right? Uh, remember he had that whacked tattoo on his arm? That oh, had yeah. The, like, I heard the dollar about sign that. Yeah. Uh, that he said he just recently got. Uh, he's had people that recently visited, uh, visited him, including his wife, that said he had no signs of suicidal tendencies. Right. Uh, but do you think maybe he just maybe it's just as simple as that? Like it could be possibly just as simple as that. Like you said, you know what? I'm tired of running. I'm tired of everything. I've been arrested 21 times. I've been in 11 or 12 different prisons, like really bad prisons, you know, a lot like, you know, prisons in the United States. And now 
I am going to get extradited back to the United States. I'll be in jail the rest of my life. Maybe I will just hang myself. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so usually people that are suicidal. I mean, that would be too simple, right? Usually people that are suicidal, they're having like an internal struggle and they exhibit signs. And it's just, it's too common of a theme that people that are, that commit suicide that have any involvement, whether it's elites, globalists, deep state, the Clintons, uh, the Clintons, uh, and, and any ties to like oculate satanic stuff within the political system or, you know, the hierarchy of billionaires. Um, it's, it's a common trend that these people commit suicide, but yet, they never ever had any signs of wanting to kill themselves or depression and oftentimes have publicly stated or stated to friends that I don't have any intent in committing suicide. That's a common pattern and trend. And then they do. And then they do. That's a common pattern and trend of people that are tied to the previously mentioned stuff that I just said. Hey, you know, I don't like to talk about things that are close to me, but we had a friend of the family's uh, known him since I've known him since he was a little kid. I was really close with his dad and his mom uh, was in the construction business, was a full time firefighter. I'm not going to name any names for any of the locals that are listening to the show. Uh, beautiful wife, beautiful daughters, great, like typical family, like perfect family. Right. And uh, one day he drove to a lot that he was parking some of his construction stuff on. Uh, there was a pole there. He threw a uh, ratchet strap over it, freaking hung himself. It's on video too. Mm. No warning. I talked to a good friend of his that does work with him, right? Like does jobs for him, like a subcontractor or whatever. I talked to him and him and I were talking like the day after. And I, he goes, he says, Ronnie, he called me like the night before. And we talked about everything that we had to get done the next day. And then at four or five o'clock in the morning, he does that. He I said, did he have any signs whatsoever that he was going to do that? He goes zero. Dave, so that makes sense. Any that, dark well, shit? well, that just, that just kind of uh, reinforces what you just said. Was he into any dark shit? No, no, not that I know of. No, this guy was a straight shooter, like total straight shooter. Like not, no drugs, no like booze, nothing like that. Just, I think, just overwhelmed. And you know what's the really messed up part about it? All right, so his dad died of cancer, right? And uh, and I know he was close with his dad. I was close with his dad. His dad was a great guy. Actually built my house. His dad built my house. Mm-hmm. And a uh, uh, big-time friend of the family's. He passed away from cancer. And this kid, well, he's not a kid. He was in his 40s hung himself on the anniversary of his dad's death. Mm. So I think it was just a combination of everything. But, but the point is, is like you were saying, no signs, like none, no withdrawal from his family, no withdrawal from work, no withdrawal from anything. Just boom, hangs himself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like that's obviously that's happened. I, I was more make more making the comparison with like people that are embedded with the globalists. Oh, you mean people that mysteriously get hung like Epstein? Yeah. Anthony Bourdain, Robin Williams. The fucking. Oh, who all hung themselves with. What about like uh, red the, scarves? The lead singer of Linkin Park. Oh, Chester Bennington. Yeah, he he was supposedly the. What was the other? John Podesta's son. 
What was the other song? Uh, not son. Chris yep. Cor- Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell. They were supposedly making like making a documentary about missing children and exploited children and yeah. exploiting like the whole Hollywood pedophilia human trafficking. Oh, yeah. Anybody shit. that talks about that disappears too. And then they got whacked or killed or they committed suicide. Well, like, suicided okay. is the term. Suicided. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's all very odd. Uh, I have to think that McAfee, like I said, we've got no photo evidence of him like being dead. With that kind of money that he, if the U.S. government says you owe us $100 million in back taxes, how much money do you think the government thought that he had? $50 billion. A few billion, probably. He's probably in Antarctica with Epstein drinking a pina colada. Yeah, but the point is we have no proof, no physical proof that he's dead. And then his wife does an interview. Oh, the, you know, the government killed my husband. He wasn't going to do this and that. Okay. She could be part of the, part of the psyop too, because if (laughs) she says to cover the fact that he's not dead and he's not in jail anymore. I mean, that's kind of what, what happened with Epstein. I mean, yeah, if you're drawing a comparison, there wasn't really any data or proof that he was dead, Mm -mm. but we had pictures though. Well, yeah, but of a body bag being brought out of a possible body double. Yes. I agree. I mean, I was reading an article about McPhee and they were like, well, he had a cellmate, but the cellmate was doing other things when that happened. Was there any special monitoring system set up because he was a, so his cellmate wasn't in the cell with him. No, his cellmate was supposedly doing uh, normal activities, quote unquote, Within the prison. And when they asked an official, from the article I was reading, they asked an official if any special monitoring uh, systems had been set up. And he said no. Yeah. So so he he wasn't under any type of suicide watch. Yeah, but, okay, suicide watch goes on for a while. 24 hours, uh, and then reassessed, and then continues, like overnight. So it's just too convenient that people of high interest, Epstein, McAfee, extremely rich people, extremely rich people. They just, they, they suicide. And then there's nothing. We hear nothing after. Yeah. Close case, close case. And if you're that high interest, like you should have special security set up around you, whether it's monitoring, whether it's multiple security guards, whatever. Okay. So hold on. Holding on. Epstein was under suicide watch cameras looking down at his cell. Which mysteriously malfunctioned. The two prison guards who were supposed to be watching him for suicide watch. All of a sudden, they're off doing something. Well, they both got arrested and indicted on stuff. I don't know the uh, absolute specifics of the charges. But yeah, that is totally shady. And the deeper and the longer we get into this thing with McAfee, more conspiracy theories are going to come out. There's going to be sightings all over. Like Whitey Bulger. Oh, I saw Whitey in uh, Ireland. or Which wouldn't surprise me. I saw Whitey at the fair or I saw Whitey at uh, Disney World or whatever. You know what I mean? That shit's going to start coming out. He's in Antarctica drinking a pina colada sitting on an iceberg. <laughs> Would a pina colada be the best drink to drink in Antarctica? Mm, you maybe want some. I would like, have to say Irish coffee. Like hot hot, hot cider. Or Yeah, Irish coffee. Like some rum. Yeah, a little coffee with some uh, maybe some Baileys or some Jamesons. Yeah, something warm. Yeah, something warm. Yeah, so I don't know. A lot of conspiracy theories are going to come out with that. But, you know, this guy has had a troubled past, right? So, so like I said, he was off the radar with me. I hadn't paid any attention to John McAfee in, like, years. Uh, 
And I was talking to a friend of mine this week and I said, well, wasn't he wanted or in suspicion of murder and when he lived in Belize? Yes, and they're like, he was. Uh, yeah, no, it seems to me I remember something about that. And I said, yeah, he was wanted. Well, he wasn't wanted for the murder. I don't think he was charged or anything, but he was under suspicion. And before they had a chance to question him, he booked. It was the murder of his neighbor. Of his neighbor, who was also an, uh, an American expatriate. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Uh, an ex. When somebody says they're an expat, that means that there's somebody that was American that now resides in another country. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. So we, so we had this. Uh, so we had this neighbor, uh, in in Belize, and uh, and mysteriously, this guy ends up dead. So, uh, but I think there's a little bit of an angle to uh, angle to that. So his neighbor's name was Greg Fall. Right. And McAfee took a lot of heat for that after he like it when he was doing interviews, he would he did interviews even when he was on the run. Mm. Like he'd do remote interviews and things like that. Did they say how the neighbor died at all? I want to say it was gunshot. Oh, he was just shot. Yeah, I want to say I'm not absolutely positive on that, but I'm pretty sure it was gunshot. But listen, I'm listening. So so McAfee back in 2012. Uh, so, well, a story that he says is that the Belize, some nonprofit thing that was tied in with the government or whatever. And, and to me, this sounds like it was a government shakedown. Went to McAfee and said, listen, we want you to donate donate $2 million to this cause. And McAfee, knowing that it was a scam, it was just a shakedown, he refused to pay it. He said, no, I'm not paying, I'm not paying you $2 million for that or whatever. You know, whatever this, you know, AKA... Uh, you know, save the whales or whatever it was. I mean, it's not what it was, but you know what I'm saying, right? Nuke gay whales for Jesus. Yeah. So donate two million dollars to that. Well, he well he said he wasn't <laughs> going to do that. So so now now the government and the powers that be and probably the police in Belize because evidently Belize is a very very corrupt corrupt country. Uh, Aren't they all? It's it's the murder capital of the world, allegedly. Really? Yeah, according to a few reports that I read. Yeah. So so if you're in Belize and you're in the tourist areas, it's just like going to Mexico. If you're in the tourist areas, you're fine, right? You're not right, going right, to have right. any problems. Yeah. Plenty of security. They don't want people messing with the tourists because that brings a lot of money in, right? And the same thing goes for Belize. Like a lot of cruise ships go to Belize and things like that. A lot of people. They also do. don't want the American government coming into their country if they fuck with like okay okay well here's american well, civilians well here's the thing with belize right like in belize they speak english yeah and they use the american dollar mm. and i happen to know on good authority that belize is a, is a place that a lot of retired gangsters if they live that long that's where they they go to to retire is to belize uh, because of the corrupt banking system and the offshore banks that they have direct access to, uh, you know, because Belize is in Central America, so you're not far from, uh, you know, Panamanian banks, Bahamian banks, uh, Cayman Island banks, you know, all these places where these, uh, where these countries and Panama is a big one. Countries where uh, they have the banks where you can have offshore accounts, kind of like Switzerland used to be, you know what I mean? But anyway, so once he once he denied them the $2 million, which in my eyes would have been chump change for John McAfee, right? Now, all of a sudden, he gets arrested for a unlicensed drug manufacturing, uh, probably because he was probably growing mushrooms or growing dope <laughs> or something. Yeah, just some bullshit charge. They're just trying to get him. Yeah, uh, and uh, weapons charges. Uh, they brought him in, but evidently they never actually arrested him, technically arrested him, and they never charged him for it. 
they did question him or whatever. And, and even the, the police chief is like, this guy is paranoid. This guy's got some serious mental issues or whatever. Well, you know what? Uh, if you go to shake somebody down for $2 million and they say no, and all of a sudden they're having all kinds of legal problems, maybe he has a right to be paranoid. He's in a foreign country. He's not in the United States. He's not, he doesn't have the, uh, the ability to defend himself like he would in the United States. Be it our screwed up ju judicial system as it is, it still works pretty good, right? So, so anyway, so when they didn't get their payoff, they decided they were going to start messing with him. And then, and then shortly after that, uh, same year, as a matter of fact, later in 2012, that's when they find his neighbor, uh, Greg Fall, dead in his home. Shot. Yeah, I'm 99% sure it was from gunshot, yeah. Okay. And, of course, they want to pin John McAfee for that. So this is the reason to get McAfee to shake him down a little harder, right? He goes on the lam. Yeah, and McAfee's like, I had nothing against that guy. I, I didn't know him that well. I knew he was my neighbor. I never had any problems with him. I never had any altercations with him or anything like that. He's out. Yeah, I don't know if that's absolutely true either. I'm just saying what McAfee said in an interview, right? So, so McAfee, already knowing that if he goes into any questioning and they get him into custody, he's potentially screwed, right? Because they could frame him. I mean, it's probably, it's a third world country. So they could probably frame him for a murder very, very easily. And once he's in jail, well, then he's, a, he's an ATM machine, right? Like, like, like they could, they can squeeze him for money, extort him for money anyway and every day or whatever. Like $3 million bail. Yeah. Well, no, that would be, no, no, that would be a no bail situation because, <laughs> because, uh, if he's bailed out, he could take his money and run. Right. I mean, if he's got cryptocurrencies all over the world, you know how that works with cryptocurrency. Like, like it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's everywhere. It's, it's, it's nowheres and it's everywhere at the same time. Right. So, so he decides he's going to book it. He's going to flee. And that's what he did. So he he fled fled Belize, and from what I understand, he I'm not sure if he went directly to Guatemala at that point, but he was in Guatemala, hiding out on the lamb. Says he'll do an interview with Vice News, you know, which I think <laughs> is a leftist news agency. Now it definitely is. Yeah, and and somehow some way. There was some timestamp or some geo stamp in the interview or in the photos or in the video that his hideout was compromised. So he had to book it from Guatemala too, because Guatemala would not give him asylum because he was trying to get asylum in Guatemala as a political, like a political refugee. Yeah. Uh, and that didn't work. Uh, so I think uh, there was some stories. He was living on a boat, like out in the ocean, you know, he'd go to port to port on his boat, probably under assumed names or what. I mean, this guy probably had a huge network, right? That sounds fun. Well, it actually does, doesn't it? Like I wish have... I could live on a boat. Yeah, yeah, it'd be Just really cool. like cruise around. Hey, you could bet this would be a really nice boat. From too, port right? to port. So so I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out, like, how he ended up in Spain. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, that's the one thing. I, I, shouldn't, I didn't really, I couldn't, you know, kind of limited time when I was looking into the story. But anyways, uh, one way or another... Uh, he ends up in Spain. Yeah. Yeah. And he's kind of like on the land. Maybe he was just passing through in Spain. Maybe it was just a stopover spot or what But they it get was. him. Yeah. So somehow or other, uh, Spain National Police find out he's there. They go to the airport in Barcelona 
and they arrest him as he's trying to get on a plane to flee to Turkey. So I, I don't know really the specifics of how he was in Spain, why, where, how long, or anything like that. You talked about the tattoo, right? The whacked tattoo? Yeah. Yeah, with the money symbol in front yeah. of it. Did yeah. you talk about at all, this is conspiratorial, but how some people thought that was like kind of like a scannable tattoo in like a code for cryptocurrency? Well, was it whacked a cryptocurrency that he was developing? Yeah. 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 No. So some, some people believe that, that that was like either a code or it was like a scannable tattoo that would like unleash some sort of like. Oh, like that's how we could pay people. Secret. I don't know. Oh, I don't no, know. That's a cool conspiracy. Well, that's just what I heard that it was like a, the tattoo was like it was scannable or it was a code. And it. I don't know. I don't know exactly the direction, but. That's just something I heard. Yeah, because he said in one of his interviews that he hadn't seen a dollar bill in so long he forgot what it looked like. So all his money was in crypto. So you think he's just like, scan the tattoo? Yeah, here you go. Here's, Here's my wallet. Money. It scans like this many do- like cryptos. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> great. No, that's an awesome angle. I like that. I don't know. That's just something <clears> I heard. Good idea. Buckley finally comes up with a good idea. Hey, everyone drink for that. Okay, I'll drink to that. Because I had a good idea. Not drinking anything good tonight, folks. I'm drinking my one of my favorite Java monsters, Loca Mocha. I'm drinking the claws. I don't really feel like drinking tonight. It's a rough life. I actually bought some Caymans. Have them down in the fridge. Save them for next time. Well, I drank a bunch of them this weekend. Oh. oh. And if I drink too many Caymans, it gives me a little bit of heartburn. It's summer. I'm going to be drinking a lot more than I actually should be. Just saying, just just letting you know. Yeah. But I kind of always drink a lot more than I should so be. So you're drinking the claws tonight. Boy, you're slowed right down. You're only on three. I know. This is a good night. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna be productive tomorrow. Probably not. But are you typically not productive the night after a show? <laughs> like the day after the show? I just like hate my life more. No, you if, don't hate your life. No, I'm not saying I hate my life. I'm just like that day. So if I'm at work and I, I've drank more than I probably should, which has happened a couple times during a show. Not gonna lie. And the next day, you know, it's like, oh, oh, God, I have to do all this stuff, but I'm like hungover and tired. Yeah, you I know. just want to go home, go to bed, or or lay down and eat some food. But boom. Yeah, I actually had a nice salad before the show today. Did you? Yeah, there was no. I can't eat anything heavy when it's this hot. How's your diet? <coughs> Is, it, is it going well? Yeah, it's going okay. Mine's gone all right. I kind of derailed it this weekend, but Besides that's all, all right. I'm not, hey, listen, right. I'm not on a major diet, but I need to be. I just try to eat somewhat healthy, if I can. I've been eating a fair amount of salads lately. Yeah, I had a I don't salad mind for them. lunch. Yeah, I don't mind them. I had a big, I'm a, I'm a big Greek salad guy. Greek salad. I you like, like olives. I hate oh, olives. black Gosh. olives. I hate black olives. Feta I don't like cheese. I don't like olives at all. Yeah. Feta you know, cheese, I like. Yeah. Black olives. I've never Get it met, out of here. I've never met an olive I didn't like. I like buy the stuffed ones, like the olives that are stuffed with feta, or they're stuffed with garlic, or they're stuffed with cream cheese. Those are really good too. I actually one time I did have. They're olives. actually a really healthy snack. Well, olives, I yeah, I bet they're really good for you, but I just don't like the taste, and I don't know why. But I did have, I think one time, olives that were stuffed. With some like cheesy stuff, which I did like. You didn't like. I did like. Oh, you did like. I think. Now, do you like feta cheese? 
I do. Not a lot of it, though. Oh, man, I could. My wife always says, are you going to have any salad with your feta? That's how much I like feta cheese. What's your favorite kind of cheese? Uh, my favorite kind of cheese? Favorite kind of cheese. Habanero cheddar. Oh, that's pretty good. I like pepper jack. Well, pepper jack's good, too. And I always was a pepper jack guy. And then, of course, Cabot cheese. That's big up here in New England. Like, And, and I always have a problem with like Kraft cheese. Uh, something about how it's processed. It kind of messes with my intestines a little bit. But Cabot cheese does not. So uh. my wife, for one of our Thirsty Thursdays that we have, had bought a block of Cabot habanero cheddar. And I'm like, oh, I want to try that. It's good. Yeah, it was awesome. Really good on a burger. Like, yeah. really good on a burger. Have you ever had, like, garlic and herb cabot? Oh, yeah. Oof. Hey, I know we're kind of getting off topic, but we get on the subject of food. I'm a big foodie. I love food. Dude, cheese is so good. Cheese. Cheese. So, cabot makes this one that's so called good. Everything Bagel Cheese. It's an Everything Bagel Cheese? Yeah. I've had the Everything Bagel Cracker, but never the cheese. Oh my God. It's very expensive. It's like eight bucks for a small bar of it. Like, like this bar is probably like, like two bars of butter put together like that size. Mm. It's like seven or eight bucks. It's not cheap, but it's like an artisan cheese, but it's Cabot. Cabot makes it. Cabot's oh so my good. God, dude, you got to try that. Do you do, uh, do you do charcuterie boards? Uh, oh yeah. You do? All right. So, so my friend that passed away, she was a Big one for that. Every time Why that she? we would go, oh my God, yeah. Yeah, like we would go out to eat, like like be like, you know, eight or 10 of us or sometimes more. Uh, her husband's birthday is the same day as my birthday. And another couple that we hang out with, his wife, who's very close, well, we're me and my wife are both close with, you know, her and her husband, of course. But her birthday is the day before our birthday. So every year for like 10, 12 years, we've all celebrated our birthdays together. Well, my buddy's wife who passed away, the one we had the memorial for this last weekend. Yeah. Every time we would go out, she had to get a cheese board. Didn't matter ah. where we were. If there was a cheese board on that menu, she was getting it. The charcuterie. Is that how they pronounce that? Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's like, it's like uh, meats, cheeses, crackers, and then there's sometimes like fruit and like vegetables, but it's kind of like. Sometimes just, pepperoncinis, maybe. Pepperoncini, pepper. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's displayed like kind of nicely. My girlfriend's really into it. And I went to actually a shark when I was in New Orleans, I went to a charcuterie wine garden place. You, you buy a couple bottles of wine and then you order charcuterie board uh, boards and they just come out with like this huge board of like meat and cheeses, sometimes nuts even and all this stuff. It's wicked good. Wicked good. Oh yeah. No, I'm a fan for sure. All right, so enough about the cheese. So, and I don't even know how we got on the subject of cheese. I but no everybody that's idea. out there, no go idea. try Cabot's Everything Bagel Cheese. It is amazing. Just eat cheese. Hey, so you know the other thing that was funny about uh, 2012 for uh, our friend Mr. McAfee, right? After he got arrested, well, he didn't get arrested. He got detained for the weapons charge, the you know manufacturing drugs or whatever. All of a sudden, like. Right after that, his house gets raided, all his shit gets stolen, and his house burns to the ground. So, do you wonder why maybe he fled when they were, when they were talking that uh, that that they wanted to talk to him about this mysterious murder? Uh, anyway, so uh, a couple other facts about that. I know that we talked about him getting into the cryptocurrency, and basically, uh, I watched an interview that he did 
Uh, and actually, if you want to go online and, and watch it, you can go on YouTube. Uh, it's a very interesting interview, and it's probably, I think, one of the last interviews he actually did. But it's on the Follow the Money Investor Group channel on YouTube. Uh, they do have a podcast, but it's not on the podcast, but it is on their YouTube channel. Uh, if this McAfee thing interests you, like, at all, uh, just go watch that interview. It was pretty interesting. Eh, it's only about 20 minutes long. It's not real long. And uh, I just kind of scope out his point of view and how he talks about how, uh, you know, how how he liked crypto over silver and gold. Uh, to me, silver and gold is like, that. that's tangible. You can hold that in your hands. Like if your computer crashes, the silver and gold still in your hands, right? But he had some interesting points about how do you move silver and gold safely, right? It's very cumbersome. So, so that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, but anyways, uh, there was some, <clears throat> some interesting tweets uh, that, uh, that John McAfee had done. Uh, he had tweeted, now, they, now they're saying that this is probably a hoax. But he had tweeted that, uh, that he had this uh, kill switch. That if anything happened to him, that he had 31 terabytes of information on files that were going to be released all over the world to different news agencies. Of course, we know how corrupt the news agencies are, so they could just squash that, right? But that doesn't mean that somebody out there is not going to have access to that. And it was an interesting, uh, an interesting Instagram post the same day he died that had a, a big Q, like the, the post just said Q in it. So I wonder if there's any connection between John McAfee and Q. Because, well, because he said he had 31 terabytes of information implicating all the corrupt politicians, all the corrupt business people all over the world. How do you think it was implicating them? <clears throat> well, just exposing everything that did. Okay, so this guy was the antivirus guru. Right. And I'm sure that if he had somebody's computer that he wanted to break into, he was going to break into it and get all that information. But, but where this is going... He, he, had, he had tweeted that he had this kill switch, that if anything happened to him, <clears throat> that this kill switch would be activated. Yeah, so, so I heard that, I heard a couple things about the data. Um, obviously exposing the elites, uh, and I think it was drawing, one of the things I heard was drawing towards the pedophilia stuff. Because I don't know if you know, <clears throat> but... Apparently, Mac, Mr. McAfee had gone to Epstein's island. Oh, I did not know that. That is something I heard. Go check it out. And go see if you can find it. Um, I don't know if he actually... I think it was more that like he didn't engage in what was going on there, whether it was, you know, sex with minors or any sort of sacrificial stuff, which could have been going on there. Um, that he didn't engage, but who knows? But so some of the files have been thought of having pedophilia related stuff. And so exposing the pedophilia blackmail. Yeah. Okay. Which that's pretty common trend with a lot of the Q stuff. Exactly. So maybe, maybe not Q is kind of a psyop in my opinion. Um, the other thing that I heard was that possibly the information was going to expose the next lockdowns. 
that were coming oh, up. Oh, what the COVID agenda was. COVID. Or, or coming COVID agenda. But possibly COVID, but also lockdowns due to climate change. Oh. Which I don't know too much about, but this that's what I heard. So the, <clears throat> those are the things. That's well, my two cents on that. Isn't that what the World World Economic Forum in the Great Reset is now using as their newest boogeyman because COVID's kind of dying out? I mean, climate... So, so they're going to use the climate change angle now? Climate change, in my mm-hmm. opinion from recently, my recent opinion, is that's kind of been a prolonged boogeyman. Well, I think they've been working that angle for a long time. Like, I, I think yeah. I think that's been in play for 30 or 40 years. Yeah. I mean, how long ago was it that Al Gore wrote his book? And by now, uh, by now, we're supposed to be all underwater and all Antarctica and everything's supposed to be. Exactly. Like the whole earth is supposedly, uh, you know, has heated up by now and Florida and Disney World are gone and uh, everyone's dying. There's blood everywhere. But no, but like I I perfectly. Oh, sorry. I don't know what I'm saying. I think that climate change is a 100 percent set up in a manner to further continue the agenda of taking away people's rights and locking them down as free people. As unfree people. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I'm following you. Because like you could do so much of that. You could push autonomous cars. You could push, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 well, the green, the green new deal. Right. Right. The Green New Deal. And then like you take American taxpayer money and you give it to other countries to help with the Green New Deal and fight global global warming. And, c- and ways to come up with new carbon taxes. And right. basically put people out of business because they can't afford to pay the tax. Right. And then you're just sucking <clears throat> money out of the middle class. Well, isn't that what COVID did? That's exactly what. Yeah, it's did. big transfer of wealth. But that's just that's just a couple of things that I heard about the Mac. Well, no, and files. I think you're yeah, and I think you're on the money there because the whole uh, climate the climate change agenda uh, is is something that the World Economic Forum is definitely pushing for the Great Reset. And like you say, they want to bring in, of course, now the big push for EVs, right, electric vehicles, and not only that, but they don't even want people to drive. Like they don't want you to like they don't want you to have a vehicle to enjoy driving like myself. Like I like to drive. Yeah. Like when I need to clear my mind or any, and like when we go up North four wheel and we go on four wheel and trips, like I always, Oh, I'll drive the truck. No problem. I enjoy it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't want people to have that enjoyment, right? They want people to, uh, and I forget what was it? Westworld on HBO where oh, they had these vehicles, the vehicles just come up and you just told it yeah. where to take you. Autonomous vehicles. Yeah. Autonomous vehicles. And that's, and that's probably all part of the green new deal, which is just another, transfer of wealth that's all it's going to be uh but yeah we can dive into that a little deeper in a, in a future show the transfer of wealth is something that uh the globalists and the american government are getting very good at oh my god yes they're they've they've gotten it down joe biden <laughs> he figured it out he got them he wrote the bill <laughs> to fuck over everybody in this country the end end of story wasn't that freaky that was weird <clears throat> what was that yeah no he's fucking out of his mind he, he's losing he's a clown or a robot or he might not he might just be a, a hey listen a projection hey, did, you, did you know that mcafee mcafee actually ran for president twice on the libertarian party and he knew he'd never be elected so i don't know why he wasted his time just for a little clout. tidbit just a little tidbit or money 
Yeah, whatever. But uh, but uh, but he considered himself a big target of the U.S. and that's why in no way he wanted to come back to the United States, right? So he was a full time uh, expatriate. So uh, so yeah, so the whole cryptocurrency thing, he's pushing that big time. Uh, there's a lot of interviews on YouTube. You want to see just how just how we felt about all that. Hey, like he exposed the fiat money system for what it is. I mean, that's what we're living in right now. Like, like the money in your wallet. I mean, it's, it's based on basically nothing. I mean, yeah, you can use it to buy things now, but if they're talking about getting rid of getting rid of cash right now, you're going to go to a different system, which we got a whole show plan to do on that. So, so anyway, so let's, let's morph this, uh, this current event into the other current event and tell the people about the connection which is all, I'm 99% sure it's all just conspiracy, but it's a good story nonetheless. Right. So a building collapsed. In, in Miami. In Miami, Florida, which was a several story high condo. And uh, why did it collapse? That's the big question. Or how did it collapse? I've read stuff that it was faulty. Uh, no, sorry. It was like salt seeping in through the cement from the, the, sh the, the coast. And then it caused, you know, faulty faults and cracks in the cement, which then it collapsed. I'm sorry. I don't, I, I don't agree with that. I've also heard, uh, there was earthquakes and also that another side was that there was a bomb that went off that it was brought down like a controlled demolition. No, which, no, 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 Which no. in the pictures, it did look like that. Well, I was, <clears throat> I was getting, hold on. So there, that there was a bomb that was set off by the military, which then caused an earthquake, which then caused the building to fall. But the other one was that there was a, it was controlled demolition, like a bomb planted in which if you watch the videos and funny enough, if you compare the video footage to that of nine 11, in Oklahoma City. In Oklahoma City. It actually you, looked just like Oklahoma City. And you watch how the buildings fall, and it's not like... Uh, if you have faulty cement, right? Something breaks, it's not going to go straight down. It will break, and it'll start to fall, and you will see it start to lean. And then it will most likely fall left or right. But a bomb or, or a controlled demolition, it'll basically go straight down and that's kind of what you see with the condos and there are reasons for which we think this happened ron what do you think okay so there's a few things i did a little research on this uh, obviously very very sad story uh very sad thing to happen i mean you got people, right. yeah, yeah like this happened like at three o'clock in the morning how many people are like sleeping in bed right right and how many people they're not probably not even going to find they're probably like crushed beyond recognition right yeah yeah just very very sad happened. a lot of dead people yeah yeah just uh yeah but like close to 200 right yeah 200 people lived in that building. yeah maybe a little less than 200 but like 200 people lived in that building well i heard well so i don't know last i heard it was like 100 plus missing but which basically probably means you know dead and there was only a, a small percentage that were actually confirmed dead but by now that number has gone up and I mean, what can you, when something like that happens in a building that is either falls or explodes or is controlled demolition and there's that many people missing, you can only pretty much assume one thing. Right. That they're gone. 
Yeah, sad, yes. very sad. Hey, one thing I never like to see is people get hurt. Uh, even some of my enemies. Some of my enemies, I would love to see their heads get fall, fall chopped right off. Uh, but that's a story for another day. But let's tell the listeners what we do know about the building, uh, in case they in case they haven't had a chance to look into it. Right. So, so this building was called the Champlain Towers South. Uh, it was a twelve story condo condominium building, uh, built in nineteen eighty. So it was forty years old. Uh, and it was in Miami and it was actually built on one of the barrier islands. So you know how, when you go to Florida, you have the mainland, but if you want to go to the beach, you have to usually drive across a causeway. And then there's another whole strip of barrier island, like the outer banks of uh, Carolinas, for instance. Okay. Kind of same idea, but on a smaller scale. So, so this building was built on a barrier island. Uh, but I mean, there's like hundreds, literally hundreds of buildings on these barrier islands, right? But so I was so I was uh, listening to some videos and evidently in Florida, it's mandatory at these concrete buildings every 40 years. They have to have uh, an inspection for uh, structural integrity. And where are we? We're at the 40 year mark. Right. OK. And this building reportedly. Was there an inspection on file? It, I don't think. OK, so so this is all I know. Reports are coming in that this building has been sinking for like the last three or four years. They, the building owners were warned, this building is sinking, it's leaning. And I mean, I'm talking, you know, millimeters. But it's still moving. This building is moving, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And this is what's been reported. This is not a conspiracy theory, right? So, like I said before, every 40 years, these buildings need to be inspected. Now, evidently, there was some type of inspection, and, and, and they were told, you need to do all these repairs. We're getting cracks in the concrete, uh, deterioration of the rebar, and things like that, which could be attributed to being near salt water. Do you know how how do you know how recent that was to it falling? <clears throat> Had it been leaning? Do you know how recent the inspection was to I the do not. building falling? No, okay. I do not, but there was an engineer from Miami county or dade county that was that was doing the interview on fox news so apparently apparently work had begun on this building but for whatever reason they were working on the roof which the engineer inspector said that is ass backwards they shouldn't be working on the roof why would you work on the roof first you're supposed to work on the bottom of the building and work your way up see that shit's that shit's shady. It's me just another controversy, another conspiracy. It's also I'm drawing comparisons to nine eleven, where um, I don't know if it was an inspection or a construction team. I think it was actually a security team that came in like the day, the day before, a couple days before, and then were gone. And then the next day, the buildings, yeah, went straight Collapse, down. Yeah, like Building Seven, that that a plane did not hit. So that's like why when you're when you're saying like there was this inspection going on, there was this work going on, and like something similar to nine eleven where there was um a security team brought in or I, I don't remember the specifics, but something similar brought in and then like the next day or whatever the same the similar the same thing almost happens. Not the same exact thing. Okay, but. so what you're talking about is they have these drills. They have these drills. They had a drill in La- they had a drill in Las Vegas. 
than the Las Vegas shooting happened. They had a drill at the Boston bomb, Boston Marathon. Thank you. Next day, bombing happens. Uh, yeah, drills, drills. Thank you. And, and what they're drilling for happening at the same spot within a couple of days. Yeah, very suspicious. That's what I'm, I'm that's what I was trying to say. Like all this shit, like where there's like a security or a drill or some sort of drill goes on, or maybe it's an expect inspection, and then the fucking terrible thing happens, whether it's the shooting, the bombing, the 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 towers going down or the condos going down. That's what I was trying to yeah, trying to convey. No, I get that. Yeah, no, you, exactly. You, uh, you, uh, you came in and, and made that more came solid. Came in and saved you. Thank okay, you. Okay, so there was over 18 different engineers that warned the building owners that there was a problem with this building. So this was not just something that was happening. This building was already compromised to begin with. Uh, but here's where the conspiracy comes in. There was a tweet. By Mr. McAfee. By Mr. McAfee. Of course, they're saying it's a hoax. Uh, it could have been faked. It could have this. It could have that. Well, so because at this time and a lot of the times that he was tweeting, he was in the Spanish prison. Right? Yeah. And that was another thing that he had access to social media. So it's like, how could he be tweeting if he's in prison unless there's some sort of unless there's some sort of weird rule? Uh, do you know what I mean? Or like, maybe they're like, okay, you have 20 minutes to go on social media. I don't know. But like, he was in prison when a lot of these tweets came out. Okay. So, so there was a tweet by McAfee saying that if he ends up dead in prison or suicided, that he had 31 terabytes of information on files that he had hidden in his condo. Where was the condo? His condo was on 88th it was on 88th street and collins avenue boom that was it those files were in that condo that went down that's it call the media call the police call hide your wife hide your kids hide everybody just happens to be the same address of this building (laughs) champlain towers okay so i also saw that stuff about the tweets and like him saying that but i also read some articles where they said they couldn't reproduce the the tweets they couldn't find them cataloged right in the system of twitter but i mean come on what do we know about big tech Mm -hmm. what do we know about the globus what do we know about politicians they're all interconnected they all kind of work and feed off each other so how hard would it be to actually scrub tweets that are archived in any sort of cloud well look at they delete they delete tweets and instagram posts and facebook posts Every minute. Yeah. So that would be not hard for them to do that, right? Right, it wouldn't. Right, right. That's what I was saying. So it's like, he could have totally tweeted this, and then it was just grubbed Let's look at the conspiracy side of it. That is a conspiracy side. That alone. Yes. Well, it's part of the conspiracy. How did he do a post with the Q on it with an alleged encrypted message in it on Instagram (laughs) after he allegedly was hung? Oh, that came out after. Oh yeah. Oh, I did. I missed oh, yeah, that part. That was after. That I was saw after. that. That, yeah. but I did yeah. not. I missed so that. So listen, part. let's just say for conspiracy's sake. Conspiracy's sake. Because that's what we talk about on this show. And Sasquatches. And Sasquatch, which I did not see any Sasquatch this weekend, but I wasn't up there to look for Sasquatch. Although I did talk about Sasquatch quite frequently. I could show you a Sasquatch. Okay, so say for instance, McAfee really did have this thirty-one terabytes of information to expose the deep state. And all the uh, 
all the cabal people for pedophilia, uh, the COVID hoax, uh, the coming climate crisis hoax, the lockdown hoax, and all this information and everything that was going on. Uh, because he would be able to probably break into anybody's computer or somebody in his staff would be able to, right? I mean, I mean, this guy wrote antivirus software for a living. Uh, that's how he started out. Really smart guy. Really smart guy. Say, for instance, he had all this information. Now, there is no record of anybody associated with John McAfee, anybody in his family or him personally that owned any condo in that complex, but I don't think that that would be real difficult with a person with that kind of money you to rent. hide that fact. Rent or set up an alias. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It would be super easy, right? Oh, yeah. So so say, so say that this information was hidden, say, in one of these condos or one of these apartments. Because it's very suspicious. Because he was found hung on Wednesday morning of last week. And the building collapsed, what was it, Friday night? I don't remember. It was either Friday or Saturday morning. Like it was like just a few days after that. Mm. And do we think that the government would do that to hide information like that? Because that would be majorly damning evidence, right? And it's in Florida, like not far from where Trump lives. You know, who, maybe maybe him and Trump had a thing going on. The thing. I mean, just think about it, though. This government, I the, to say, the deep state, the cabal would think nothing of killing 200 innocent people. They wouldn't. To, that would be a fucking drop in a piss pot. They'd probably Co- see it as some sort of sacrifice. Co- yeah, exactly. Compared to the 5,000 people they killed on 9-11. Right. Uh, right? So, I mean, this would be nothing. Do not think for a minute that the, that the deep state would go not do something like this because they absolutely would do something like this. I but just- herein, li- herein lies the fucking theory. That say that information was there. I was under the assumption that that information was spread out on computers all over the world. The kill switch? Yeah. To get sent out. So if these files are allegedly in this condo, how are they going to get released? Like, they can't get released. Wow. But if the government or the deep state or whatever, which the government's part of the deep state, especially the Biden administration, uh, we all know that the FBI is doing shit they shouldn't be doing, the CIA, the NSA. uh, Now they're saying that, uh, you know, did you hear the latest that Tucker Carlson said that a whistleblower came forward and, st- and told him that the NSA was spying on him to get him off the air? I didn't see that. I yeah. also saw that. Uh, well, there's a theory that John McAfee was actually the whistleblower. I also saw a theory that John McAfee was Tucker Carlson. Was Tucker Carlson? It, or is Tucker Carlson. No, get the fuck out of here <laughs> Just with that. Sure. It's like, it's almost like the, uh. The, uh, uh, oh shit, um, fucking Alex Jones is, um, Bill Hicks. Conspiracy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like yeah. That. Yeah, so no, I, I see just those wanna... comparisons all over the place. But just say, for instance. Oh, I just want, I want to, I want to. Okay, go ahead. I just want to. This whole thing with, like, the data, the files that are being released, it's very QE. And it's also very, um, I don't know. If you ever saw Trump's lawyer, Linwood, mm-hmm. and if you ever. Well, he pushed the Q narrative big time. Well, he pushed a lot of like he had files and like David Halfcock also pushed (laughs) this whole idea that like Linwood had these files on that would be released and it was all going to come to fruition. Everything with the deep state and the pedophiles. I just like I, I like to look for patterns and like a pattern that I'm seeing right now is that though exactly that. 
QAnon, Linwood, and uh, Data on on these files. And then also, the same comparison is that McAfee's files and Linwood's files, nothing happened. Nothing came. Nothing came too. And you see that with, uh, there was like another incident with Bill Gates where he supposedly, someone had a bunch of files on him and nothing happened. And that's the whole problem that's so frustrating is that nothing is happening. But this is my point. So nothing's happening. And we're seeing the same, the same. Buckley. It's because we're trusting the plan. I'm not trusting the plan at all. I I don't trust fucking basically anybody. I do trust some people, but basically no one. But I'm just saying like, so we see this trend of like, oh, there's this, this data on files. It's going to be released. McAfee. With Linwood, there's this data with files that's going to be released. And then like, oh, someone has all this data with uh, in files on Bill Gates and nothing is released. And even Halfcock says that all the time. Exactly. And yeah. nothing's released. So nothing, nothing, nothing. So this is a, a, a pattern. It's a trend as well as um, this whole death thing. It's a complete pattern. Like you see it in Epstein. You see it in, you see it in McAfee. You see it in people with... Uh, Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. Uh, Kate Spade. Uh, Kate Spade. People related to the Chester Bennington. Bennington. Um, people related to the Clintons. You see this death. And you know what? It's kind of like a sacrifice and it's a pattern. It's a trend. And I would not be surprised if we saw it with more people coming up soon. I would not be surprised if we saw it with Dr. Fauci. And where he ends up dying or something like that. I would not. Or I some freak accident. I would not be surprised if we saw it with Bill Gates. Honestly, well, I, think, he, I don't think anything's off the table now. Like, I'm just saying it's I mean, a shit trend. Is just so weird right now. I mean, everything is just it, so out there. It, 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 absolutely yeah, yes. nothing. Nothing is but do you get what the I'm realm saying? of possibility. Yes, exactly. That trend of like, oh, we have files and then someone dies or like files are going to be released. And, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, we have files. Oh, no, I'm dead. Where's the files? Right. Yeah. So, so anyway, so yeah, the whole conspiracy that McAfee had these files in this condo in his building and that the deep state took this building out to, to hide the files. It's his conspiracy. You know, let us know what you think. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. It's very convenient. It's also very convenient that it happened a weekend before 4th of July. Because remember, we were told 4th of July is going to be big things happening 4th of July yeah. and that Trump was going to be in August, uh, uh, back in office by August. Is this Q shit? And all this or, other bullshit. Yeah. No, this is people saying uh, from Trump circle saying that. So, so I mean, we're, we're, I mean, summer's going by fast. July 4th is this weekend. Like, it just happens to be very coincidental that this shit happened the weekend before 4th of July. Right. Right? I mean, the timing is very suspect. Like, in all these other things, timing is very suspect. I'm, the day before right, 9-11, it, it the is. day before 9-11, right. the Pentagon reports... That they have trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars that they can't account for. And boom, 9-11 happens. So that's what I'm saying. I'm drawing patterns of behavior from 9-11 to Pentagon, maybe even Building 7, to uh, shootings where they had drills prior to the Florida building, as well as I'm drawing patterns of behavior between uh, the the files being released and right. then nothing gets released, as well as the people dying of high interest or that are going to expose something. High it's profile a people. High That's profile the patterns yeah. of comparison that okay. I'm drawing. Okay, so, so listen. Moving let, on. Let us know what you think. 
Uh, Last now. Let us know what you think. Uh, was John McAfee suicided? Was his death faked? We want to know what you guys think. Email us at the Wicked Podcast at gmail.com or DM me at Ron from New England on Instagram or the Wicked Planet Podcast on Instagram. Send me what you got. You got an idea because this is a this show is going to be a we're going to continue this show. Uh, this stuff is pretty fluid. This is stuff that's all just happened in the last week. Uh, not even a week yet. So uh, so we just kind of wanted to get that information out there soon. Uh, get you guys some something interesting to ponder. Another conspiracy theory. Uh, my heart goes out to all the families of people and the victims of the people that lived in that building. 100%. Absolutely horrific, very, very sad situation. And victims of 9-11s or yeah, shootings. Yeah, all of them. The victims of all these freaking false flags. Maybe this building was just a false flag operation. Because we're being told, stop watching for false flags. Yes. Yeah. We've so. been being told that since... Uh, yeah, but we're getting post, them. Pre, yeah. or, sorry, pre-election. Yeah, but we're getting them, right? We're getting them pretty frequently. Okay. All right, folks. So let us know what you think. Let us know what you think. Buckley, do you have any uh, closing words? Um, Stay safe out there. Don't do drugs. Give hugs. And don't kill bugs. As Ronald Reagan would say, just say no. No means yes, and yes means anal. Oh, man. Back with the anal. <laughs> hey, listen, everybody. I really hope uh, you enjoy your July 4th. Happy yeah. birthday, America. Get out there. Celebrate. If you're going to be playing with fireworks, please don't mix alcohol with it. Don't, don't let burn the, anyone's don't house Don't let down. the little kids play with the fireworks. Give them some sparklers. Give them something Spackless. fun to do. Some poppers. Or, uh, you know, those little things that they throw. Those little snap things. And they land on the concrete. And they go, snap. Uh, kids really like those. Oh, uh, oh. Oh, oh, uh, anyone listening, just send us some questions. Yeah. We want more questions. Pedro, you did awesome. But we're just saying, anyone, you want to know anything? Send us some questions. The most interaction we've ever had was with Pedro and Buckley's mom. (laughs) (laughs) So just send us some questions and, uh, yeah, we'll answer them. They don't have to be conspiratorial. They can be about anything. They could be personal. We may not answer them. But still send them. Oh, we can answer them. Just not tell you the truth. Yeah. So listen, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you. Uh, I understand that the podcast is being rated very well out there in the world. Oh, yeah. What was that? You sent that thing. What was that? Was that true? Well, uh, the guys, uh, Joe and Ryan, were telling me that, hey, Ron, you're in the you're on listen notes, uh, I guess, is a, a place where you can listen to podcasts and they rate podcasts. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what and, that means. Uh, and the Wicked Planet showed up there in the top 10th percentile. Of? Of of the world. What? Like globally, yeah. And I'm like, okay, that can't be right. I mean, mm. we've only got 14 or 15 episodes. But uh, there's but a shit, there's a lot of podcasts, so. two point Out of 2.5 million podcasts, we're rated in the top 10 percentile. Seriously. Seriously. That doesn't make sense. It's very surprising. That's got to be a conspiracy. It's very surprising to me. That's got to be a conspiracy theory. That's another conspiracy theory. Did you theory, meet with but, but Jeff Bezos lately? But Did none, you talk to Jeff Bezos lately or like Bill Gates or Elon Musk? No, but Jeff, Jeff Bezos was listening in to us today. Was he? Did yeah. uh, did uh, Agent J, like, did you see him in your dreams? Or? Agent J has been MIA for a few days. Did you wake up one night uh, and Agent J was just like standing at the foot of your bed? Like with like... Some probes like poking you and touching you and no, yeah, none of that. Listen, I was just Sounds surprised. Weird. I was just surprised when I got that news. I don't know if it means anything. I don't know what it means. Uh, 
but it sounds like it's pretty cool and I'm pretty happy about that. We're rich. So, so we're rich, bitch. We're rich, bitch. We're going to Disney World. We're going to Bahamas for vacation. I'm lucky if I can afford, if I can afford to drive to my house that's a mile from here. Hey, listen, yeah. uh, thank you everybody for yeah, listening. Thank you. Uh, thank you everybody that's gone on and followed us on Spotify. Uh, go follow us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. Uh, say something nice. I noticed I had a review from a chick on there that said, oh, Ron from New England has a sexy voice. They, they must I'm have, serious. I saw that this week. They must just, have mistaken that. I was just going through the reviews. I'm like, they, oh, they must have meant me. Come on. I say, who is this chick? They must have meant Her me. Her name is Sassy Chick. But they anyways, definitely mistook you for me. No, I think they know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get the fuck out. Okay, let's guys, thanks for listening. Uh, you know where to find us. We're not going to run the drill again. You got any other info on McAfee or this building in Florida? Send it over. We'll take a look and we'll revisit this uh, another time. And we love you. Yeah, we love you. Happy July 4th. Ron from New England, signing off. Buckley out. Buckley <laughs> out.